welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki C., here from all the way from Philadelphia, PA, with another episode and another amazing guest where we are just going to blow your mind and uh, your mindset is going to shift. I I just absolutely know it's just going to start turning and you are going to take action. Uh, That is what we do here. Just wanted to shout out our sponsors real quick. Uh, Jose Escobar with the Connected Leaders Academy. We have Patrick Rude with uh, Rude Financial Services. We have Noah and Julie with Breathe Capital Planning. And we also have Emilio and Daniela Roman with the Author Millionaire Academy. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. If you want to know about them and what they do or anything that Bomb Global is up to, you can check out www.buildingaleadershipmindset.com and connect with me anytime. So let's get over to our guest today. Super excited. Uh, His name is Jared Brenchley, and I actually met him through the BLN community. Um, He is a dynamic force in real estate investing known for his innovative approach and destructive strategies. Self-proclaimed as a prompt engineer, he defied odds by building a thriving real estate portfolio and launching successful ventures while juggling a demanding job at Walmart and full-time studies. In just five years, Jared mastered the art of sourcing off market deals and create and creative financing, amassing and substantial collection of short-term rentals without relying on personal credit. As a former podcast host and YouTube channel owner, he excels in simplifying complex concepts, empowering others to achieve their first real estate success. Jared's insights in Unstuck, as he co-authored, offered transformative wisdom on time management and mindset. Without further ado, let's get my new friend on here. Jared, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Nikki? Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. So nice to have you. I think we met maybe a couple weeks ago. We've probably been in the community for some time. I have been MIA a bit, um, just, you know, getting my event together and all the other stuff. But it was a pleasure actually listening to you yesterday. Oh, cool. You're on. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It was fun. Yes, absolutely. So let our audience know who Jared is. Where do you come from? What uh, upbringing did you have? And how did you kind of stumble upon what you're doing today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I live in, in Utah, uh, in the Salt Lake area, give or take an uh, hour or so. But, uh, so I, I grew up in a, in a large family here in Utah. We have big families, like the youngest is seven. So, uh, I was kind of, you get shuffled in the mix. Right. And so I, I had an entrepreneur mindset from the kind of from the very beginning, uh, I would literally, I remember when I was four years old and, or even five, I was, I would find shiny rocks that were a little bit, look kind of nice. I was trying to sell it to my neighbors. And this is back, you know, you know, the, the eighties, the late eighties when you could actually knock on someone's door when you were that young. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I had that kind of that mindset. And even when I was 14 and I was just, if I wanted money, I'd go mow some lawns. I would just shovel walks, rake leaves, whatever it was. That was my bank is, is kind of cool. Um, but then I, I, my parents kind of set me straight as you, as they would say, and like, you need to get a job. You need to go to school. Jill, you know what, what everyone tells you to do. And so I, I, I did that. I, I lived in Mexico for a few years it is just teach people about Jesus Christ for a couple of years, learn Spanish. That was an exciting time. Um, and then when I, when I, I got a job at Walmart, when I finally got married, um, started having some kids and that's what I thought I was doing. I, I mean, I was, I was getting promotions every, every year, every two years, I was getting the next promotion. And so I was online of just getting up there to the next, to the, to the store manager level. Um, and if anyone, when you're working salary in, in retail, when it's uh holiday times, you're at the store, right? When it's, you know, some t- some weeks I was working 80 hours, by the way, the best day to work in, in retail is black Friday. That is the funnest. That is so much fun. I love it. I love it to death. It is really fun. I would work extra hours that day. Cause it's so much fun. Setting up sucked, cleaning up sucked. The day of, I mean, I, and I, I mean, this like how many of your listeners can say they saw two old ladies fight over Legos. I can, I have, so that's been, a, that's been a real thing. A real, real fist fight. So it was fun. Um, sorry, squirrel moment. 
but uh, I, 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 as I was working at Walmart and, and being there so, so often and so long, um, I, I, when my wife got pregnant with her third child, cause there was an eight year gap between number two and number three, I realized something had to change. You know, I, I, I thought back of all of the, the things I missed in my first two kids, like the first steps, the first, you know, uh, the first words I missed all that stuff. I missed so many soccer games and, and dance recitals because I was at work. And, uh, and, and nothing against Walmart. I knew what I was getting myself into. That was the, the profession I, I chose at the time. And then a friend invited me to come check out this, this real estate thing. There's a real estate workshop. They'll, they'll help you learn. And I was like, I'm not really interested because I thought you had to have a million dollars in the bank. Perfect credit. I had neither one of those two. And so, uh, I, I, my wife wanted to go. So I guess I get that made me. So I had to go too. So we went and, um, the the guy kept on was he, the guy that was on stage was was doing something extremely annoying you know those things when you're getting someone's talking and it's that annoying thing keeps happening again and again and again he kept on making sense and that was really annoying and so it, it was i was he's laying things out it was like okay so i don't have to have perfect credit i don't have to have a million dollars in the bank there's ways of doing it sure if you, you have both those things is it easier absolutely but if there's many ways where you can do it, where you don't have to use your money, you don't have to use your own credit. Um, to this day, I've never used my own credit in any transaction I've ever been in other than my personal home um, and rarely ever use my own money. So it, it's been phenomenal just learning those types of strategies of how to do it. So there's, at that point, it's like, okay, this, I can do this. This is something I can do. So we got started six months. We got our first transaction. It was a fourplex in Indiana. We had, we did a couple of flips and which was kind of a, a, a mind blown moment when, when that happened, because like I had more money in the bank and it would take me like more than a year just working at Walmart straight to get that much money. And it was like sitting there. It was like, I, I had one of those moments was like imposter syndrome. Like uh, is the cops coming? I mean, this is not normal. I don't know what's going on. And uh, so that was, that was an interesting feeling to have. I mean, it was awesome, but it was still kind of like, I don't know. It's really hard to explain we had more flips in the way. And that's when I was able to, to tell my boss, I called him in I said, and his name is Sean. I never forget this. So I called Sean into the office and this is a year after I started uh, getting involved in real estate. I was like, Sean, you know what? I need, I came to tell you that you're fired. And Sean looked at me like very confused. Like, dude, you can't fire me. I'm your boss. Oh, you're fired to be my boss. So I put in my two weeks, I had more than two weeks in PTO and I never went back. So I, I've been, I fell in love with like wholesaling, which is it's just short-term, short-term flips. So those who don't know. So I was just flipping paper, flipping the contracts. And uh, then we got into short-term rentals, you know, so we, we, we acquired a bunch of those and uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It, and the really cool thing is the past year and a half, I've been able to, to spend a lot of our time because our passive incomes taking care of our, our finance, our, our bills, which is awesome. We were able to work on things we we work because we want to, not because we have to, which is really fun. So we've been helping other people get started, learning, plugging them in the same system that taught us. It's been a phenomenal experience. It's been really fun. Awesome. Uh, a oh long answer goodness. to your short question, but yeah, there's that. Yeah, absolutely. We want to know who Jared is. Where does this mindset come from? And you said so many great things. And I first want to start at the the first question that I that I want to know is as a child being told to just go to school, get a job, because you said it, we've mm -hmm. all been there, yeah. right? That's probably the norm because that's what they were taught. Now that you have experience without going into detail on in what you're doing, but now that you have experienced that shift from salary paid employee W2 to now 1099, um, you know, really running your own business, yeah. How are you going to pay that forward to your children? Like what, what are your uh, goals with that? Right. No, I, I, I love that question. So for, for our kids, cause we have, so I have a 17 year old, he's, he's a senior in high school. I have a 14 year old. So I have a senior, senior son, then a 14 year old daughter and, and a six year old daughter. Um, for them, like, like opening their minds of different things. And, and I think the key lesson that, that I've learned and, and I'm trying to instill that into, in, into to my kids is that you don't need a job. You just need income. So whatever your income goals that you're looking for, you just need that income coming in in a consistent basis and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes the income does come from a job. That's sure. Especially at the very beginning when you're starting out and, and everything. 
but it's just a matter of getting that income. So without us saying very much, and just from examples and, and, and having conversations about different mindsets than I was like our conversations with our kids about their futures is a lot different now than it was five, six years ago when I was still working at Walmart. And so we're, we're talking about, you know, building a future. It, it, we, I think the biggest mistake people mis made, and I fell into that category um, for a lot of years is that you ask your kids, what do you want to, what do you want to be when you grow up? If you're asking the kid about the job. You should ask what kind of life do you want to have when you grow up? That should be the right question. And like, oh, you want to have this type of lifestyle, this, this, and this. Okay. So what do you need to get there? What kind of job would you have to get to get there? What kind of income would you need to get there? How many investments would you need? And so those type of conversations we have with our kids. In fact, it, it's, it's amazing without us even like kind of pushing or prompting, like my, my son, he, he was flipping clothes. He would buy, he'd go out and buy, uh, uh, cl uh clothes at, uh, discount stores and then sell them online. He was, he was buying cell phones and then flipping them online too. So, and my daughter, she started an Epsi store. So without, without me really kind of like, you, you need to be your own business. You need to be your own manager. They, they saw our example and, and, and from our conversations, they kind of distill that. And now I'm not opposed to them going to college or as long as that makes sense, if they're just going to college to have a, a four-year vacation, I'm not, I don't think that's a very smart idea to get into debt, hundred thousand dollars just to be drinking beer all the time. I don't think it's going to be very wise for you. They'll have a great time. Sure. <laughs> But it's the, the experience. It's the experience. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now, after college, they know how many beer bongs it take before they before they pass out. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, but no, that's very um, important to me because as a um, daughter of parents that didn't, you know, go beyond the twelfth grade or mm. uh, just really hustled to make sure that life was smooth for us, not having it all, but having enough that you never knew that you were in need. Right. Um, and I'm just blessed that my mom kept me at that level and always said, you have to live as if I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Um, wow. so, but still never said, Hey, you can have your own business. You can do this. I mean, literally when I started my business and started coaching for notary, she asked me, is this legal? I said, woman, are you kidding me? I like it. I am not doing illegal activity. Of course it's a service. It's my knowledge. I've already invested. Like I had to kind of break it down because she just didn't know what this world was, right? What we're in right now. Um, but another thing that you said that was really important was <clears throat> that um, you worked at uh, this job. I see here on your bio, if we go very specific, 60 to 70 hour weeks. And let's mm -hmm. just keep it real. On a salary, you could work 60 hours and get paid that same amount as you work 70 hours. It's not that 10 hour difference where you're getting additional pay or anything like that. So it's right. either all or nothing, right? Every mm -hmm. week consistently or however often the frequency was. But you had someone that entered into your life in one way, shape or form and said, Hey, Jared, I need to, you to just look at this. How important is that? Because I've been introduced to uh, spaces where it has grown to where I'm at today. And I've shared that with others. And the, the mindset is that, Oh my God, I'm just going to be taken over. I'm just going to be, um, uh, robs or whatever. Like, I'm just going to be scammed. Let's just keep that right. word there. Right. Um, did you feel that way when you were first told like, Hey, come to this. And how did you, what made you go? And how was the effect of going? Do you wish, like, what was the, the end result? Like after you left that location? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. So when it was, it was actually at church when the guy invited me to come down to this workshop and I was very, extremely skeptical. I was like, what kind of snake oil is this? You know, I mean, um, I first thought it was to be like probably an, ML, an MLM meeting or something like that. And, but the, what made me go, cause I was totally going to blow them off 100%. I was like, nah. Uh, but my wife, she, she came up like midway and, and heard what he was talking about. She's like, oh yeah, well they're teaching you strategies, how to pay for your house quicker and things like that. And so she's like, oh, I want to learn that. And so she wanted to go and me, wanted to continue being married, I went too. So yeah, that, that's what made me go, right? Uh, happy. We've been married now for, for close to 19 years. I'm trying to hit 20, crossing fingers. No, she hasn't we're going to hit 20, yet. right? Yeah, we're she hasn't wised up yet. So we're, we're good. Um, 
but and and we went. And I was very skeptical of this whole because there's a it's a it's a massive meeting. People were like some people were kind of like dressed really nice. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, and I'm I'm hearing people like before that because we went there a little bit earlier and I heard people like just talking about the deals that they're working on. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And so these guys are actually doing what they're what they're talking about. And I was still skeptical, but like as I was sitting in, the, in that edge, I was at the very beginning. I was just like this, like. This one is, I mean, this is 90 minutes. Are you kidding me? 90 minutes. Okay, fine. And by, by midway, I was at the edge of my seat. So, I mean, it was just like, oh, wow, this, this makes sense. Okay. This, this is, this is pretty cool. What you, what the possibilities are, uh, as long as you have the knowledge and you put in the effort, you know? So that, that was, I, I came from very skeptical to extremely excited afterwards. In fact, me and my wife, we had that, there was never a moment of like, should we, should we do this? We didn't ask that question to each other ever. We looked at each other and it's like, how are we going to do this? It, that was the conversation that we had instead of just should we? It's just like, okay, we want to do this. How are we going to do this? So yeah, that's that, that's where it came from. Wow. So what would you advise someone that's being invited to anything, even if it is an MLM? Because I was sure, in an MLM absolutely. and I actually yeah. love being in that space. Like the deals 100%. that I got, I did it in travel and... Um, I went on revenge travel in 2021 when the, the, the world was shut down, right? Um, because the deals were just so still there. We, we yeah. thought they weren't. And we were trying to share it during a time. Um, I'm not with that same company, but I still work in the travel space in some way, shape, or right. form. And what do you tell someone who who is like just uncertain? Right. And that's, a, that's a great question. Um, and, and, and even like, and I grew, I grew to love network marketing just in general, by the way, after, after I kind of learned about the opportunities that they teach you and everything like that. But what my, my advice to people is just going with open, open, open mind and, and with a curious mindset. If someone's curious to see, well, this, will this work? You know, so sure. The guy in the front of the room, he's, he's made money in X, Y, and Z, um, whether it's opportunity or they're just there to, to teach you something, whether that may be finances or emotional, whatever, right? It's just, just to go and, and go with an open mind and, you know, ask yourself, is, is this real? Will this work? And will this work for me? Whatever subject that may be. So those are the typical three questions people like ask themselves and others, like before they do anything like that. So yeah, it was, um, definitely open, open mind and, and just go, right. That's the biggest thing. Go and put in actual attention, especially when there's like online events or things like that. If you're just, it's so easy to, as it's on to be, you know, you're texting or doing whatever, that's not going to do any, any good. You don't put, give it attention for anything. Like, like it only takes one decision or one idea to change your life. Just one. And so are you going to allow that, that, that information to pass by you without? So I'll, I'll listen to anyone. If you want to talk about something, let's, let's talk about it. That might be something that can help me out. You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's exactly the answer that I was looking for. And I believe it, it's true. Um, and even if you don't feel like that, right, you said go in with an open heart. I say just go there. There's a reason why right. someone's getting you in a room for whatever it is. It's because whatever it is has impacted their life in a positive way. You may or may not get that same feeling, but how would you know? if you don't go and then you see this growth right years later and you're like shoot you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're like oh my god i sh i this person is just doing amazing stuff i should have joined and then yeah. you have two options they're always going to accept you back you go and you contact them you said hey i see that you're still doing what i rejected two years ago how are you doing it can you mentor me can you and then you get on board if it calls to you in that way. Exactly. So the, the information definitely has to be something that you believe in, something that is right up the alignment of what you're trying to do. Um, but never reject, never, if someone's inviting you to something, unless you know the world is ending or you truly have plans, just go, is what I want to say. So I agree. And, and on that note, I mean, I had had people when I, when I, when I first started out, right. Cause there's, there's a season of learning when anything you're doing new, there's a season of learning and that's what people, they don't seem to quite understand for some reason. Right. They, they understand con like the concept of it, 
But as far as like implementing this, it's like, well, I, I signed up for this thing and I haven't made a million dollars yet. Well, you, you got to implement, you got to learn, you got to do, you know, it takes some time sometimes. And so uh, for, it took me a year to be able to quit, quit my job and to have enough real estate to pay for my, for my expenses. But as I was like, I was really excited about, about this new opportunity. I was learning so much because I was watching these classes. I was getting, you know, I was, I was getting coaching. I was doing all, all of this cool stuff. And I was talking to my, my fellow Walmart associates about it. And they're like, are, are you an idiot? Like I'd be, I had, I had one guy specifically, like he, I remember him, I told him about it and he, he, he just laughed out loud, like as loud as you, like, no way you're gonna do real, that's not for people. You gotta be rich to do real estate. It's like, dude, that's what I'm telling you. You don't have, you could do with, there's different ways of doing it. Like that's all a scam. Like why is it, the, why isn't all these people are being arrested? What are you talking about? It's a scam. And so a lot of these people just shut, would shut me down. And, and I was like very surprised because like, well, this is amazing. But, but the thing is like, so my original point I was trying to get to um, is so a, a, a friend of mine, Nancy, she, she, when I quit Walmart and I was doing some success, she thought I was insane because I worked there for 12 years. I was, you know, upper management. I was just a hair away from getting to the next level. And uh, she was like, why would he ever quit her and her husband? Is, and then like three years later, just like you said, they, she called me up. She's like, Jared, I've been following what you're doing on social media. It's, it's, it's amazing what you, you're doing, the stuff, the vacations you're going, the cars you're driving. I need to get my, my, my husband, he drives truck. He's driving trucks in for, you know, he's never at home. I, I need you, I need, I need to do what you're doing so I can get my husband home. And so she started, you know, three years after I quit and, and even her, after her and her husband starting, she came to me later on and, and like in tears, cause, uh, cause her, her original goal was just to get her husband home. And now she's talking about. She told me, he's like, Jared, you give me, I want to thank you for letting me, let me do this or, or help me out in this because now I've been able to finally be able to dream, start dreaming again. Because hmm. our, our, another, sorry, tangents, I'm, I'm great at tangents, but when we, when we're, when I'm 12, we had dreams like this, like huge, right? Just massive. And, but our, our, when we grew up, our salary is like this big. Hmm. And so what, what happens is naturally our, we, we cut our dreams to match our, our salaries. So that, that becomes a, a, a it's kind of sad, you know, people stop dreaming and they don't, they don't know there's another way where you can actually start living those dreams again. Because if you're just in the, the nine to five, I'm going to, I'm just going to work 40, 50 years and then to pile up a stack of money and hope I die before the money runs out, which is insane. Because mm. that, that is our current system right now. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to hope to die before my money runs out. That is not my, and, and I've seen it as a Walmart associate, as Walmart manager, where the money had run out and then their door greeters or that okay. they're, you know, they're, they're stocking shelves in their late seventies. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not a pretty picture to be in. And so, yeah, knowing that's a whole, I went, how Tons of tantrums. I don't even know where I left, where I started from, but no, no, yeah, you're good. You're right on track. Trust me. You're okay, right good. on track. Um, but it's so true. It is, you know, same mm. as me. Um, 14 years in the company, you know, ready to become a supervisor manager told me I had to go back to nursing school to get a degree to come to get a management position, which just wasn't going to happen. I had just right. graduated, got my HIT, which I'm not using today. So that is, you know, some, some stuff I owe to the, what's that called? The financial aid, right? Yeah. Um, right. So not that I'm opposed to it either, but you really have to truly be passionate about what you're going into when you're choosing the path of life, when you're choosing college as an option, like it has to be something that can be sustainable, that's long lasting, but all in all, any career path should always always be temporary and it should be to fund your dream life the mm -hmm. life that jared just talked about the the questions that you ask yourself how do you want to live like when i heard this when i first went to my mlm uh uh conference the first thing i heard is that i can do what i want when i want with whomever i want like that is you want to have control in that, right? Exactly. You don't want someone to tell you you can't take a day off. And this is not about, you know, uh, uh, 
downing a nine to five because we need them. Obviously, we, we need people to be in those spaces, doctor's office, healthcare centers, uh, post office, you know, transportation. We need people to be in those spaces. But like you said, as the age starts going, we should stop at a certain place and take care of our elders so that they're not going back to have to go back into the workforce. That is really the point, the vision, the movement that should be happening. Um, and I love that you kind of stated all that, but we're going to take a quick break, listen to our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about you and what you do and how people can get uh, in touch with that. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you wanna be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively, we want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Hello, hello. We are back here with Jared. That was our Empowered to Inspire event we had last May. We're taking it on the road for 2024. So if you want more information on that, let us know. But Jared, you have some innovative strategies of uh, outside of the box thinking, which I think that's what we're going to go into right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Share about some of those strategies and what you do and how do you formulate that together? So with, with out of the box strategy, as far as like, as far as real estate, real estate is concerned, um, is, is that we're asking about or, or more of like, that's what you're referring no, to, right? Just, just, just in sure. general. Just in general. In general. Okay, okay. Got and it. And how got do it. you apply it to your yep. business? Okay, perfect. I understand. So with me not, uh, coming from a whole nother side of things and, and with, uh, just retail world and, and managing people and, uh, I, I started from a place of, of not a lot of resources to say the least. Right. So, I mean, I didn't, there was not a lot of money at all. And even when I started real estate, I had very little time to actually do any of this stuff at all. So I didn't have time to go to do a ton of door knocking to do a lot of other things. So I had to leverage and, and to be creative on how to find off market properties because you can find stuff on the market. You can use an agent. Absolutely. And you can find some really good deals, whether it's a rental, fix and flip or whatever you're looking for, multifamily. But it's it's a lot. You're 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 in the world of competition, right? So you are looking at that property and five other five hundred other investors are still looking at the same property. So it's gonna be hard to kind of outbid it unless you're just, you know, have uh, oodles of cash. And so uh I really focus on off-market properties and to to leverage the people that I, that I knew or the people that I was meeting to help me find those off market properties. So a lot of the stuff I was doing as far as like to leverage was to, I call it getting an army of minions. I would, I would find people that in their normal day to day, they can give me leads for, for, for real estate deals, or they can, you know, make phone calls for me or something like that. And I didn't have extra money to pay them either. So I would, I'd pay them like almost as like a commission base. Like, Hey, if I close on this deal, I'm going to pay you two, three grand. Uh, if, if, if the, the leads you give me, that's what makes sense. You know, if, the, if I close on the deal, then you get, I get paid three grand. So, and I just made that part of the, 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 the cost of the deal. So it was very easy to kind of, to make that happen. So I had like an army of people that were looking for deals like postmen are, are phenomenal. They, they know what distressed properties are at, right? You, you ask a postman and he'll give you an address of, uh, you know, five addresses just off, off his, off the, off the cuff. 
And then I would even like tell him like, Hey man, I'm paying you three grand every deal that I close. You know, you have other friends, you have friends in your, in your post office, don't you? Well, yeah. Like, why don't you tell them the same thing and I'll still pay you 3000, but you keep a thousand, you pay your friends too. Eyes are split up. And so we, he, we'd run a ton of deals together and we would threw a bunch of, a lot of addresses my way. And so finding different ways where you can provide value to other people. That's where you, that's where things explode. That's where it's, it's, it's innovative. Cause a lot of times when you're trying to sell something, trying to buy something, buy property, it's all about, Hey, I'm looking for a good deal. What do you, or, or I want you to buy my product because it's awesome. It's going to save you. It's going to grow your hair. It's going to do whatever. I think the, the, which shouldn't be innovative, but for me it is, it's like, um, it's, it's looking to them first. What do you need? How can I help you? And let's find that solution that we find that win, win, win. Right. So you need some extra cash. Awesome. Well, I need someone to, and you drive Uber. Well, I need someone to, to drive around, look for discounted properties or, you know, it, it's always finding that, that, that win-win scenario going to them at first and, and, and finding out how we help them. Just like how I get to the doors with, with sellers is like, what they've had hundred other investors call them because they're trying to buy their foreclosed, their, their, our future foreclosed property. And they're, they're dealing with so much stress with, about lose their home. They're getting collection calls. They're getting, you know, they're, they're, if they're about to lose their house, they're usually behind more than one payment. So they're getting collection calls from left and right. It's nonstop. And then they're getting people like, Hey, come by your house. I'm knocked on doors where the spouse didn't even know the house is going under foreclosure. So those are very scary conversations to have to say the least. So having those type of, uh, but, but how I approached it was, um, being more, more human, and, and what about them? How can I help you? Like I was even knocking on doors I'd, I'd, in winter in Utah, it gets kind of cold. And I'd bring like at the time, like my 10 year old daughter with me and I'd knock on doors and I would just like, okay, I need you to act really cold. And so she, soon as I knocked the door, she went, <laughs> shivering. and so the people open the door, oh my goodness, come on in, you poor sweetheart. And so, I mean, it's, it I wasn't, I wasn't like a, a guy, a guy trying to a company trying to buy their house. I'm, I'm a, I'm just a family man trying to, trying to buy this property. And so it changes the script and everything. So putting yourself, getting value first, that that's key. And that's the most innovative for anything I do. Uh, even, even helping other people start to learn what I'm doing. I plug them in the same system that I got plugged into, but getting them plugged in, helping them getting going almost always ends up with more deals for me as on the back end. I, I, I had a friend where he, we were soccer dads and, he, he was interested to see what I was doing. So he came to, to an event and he's like, this is awesome. I'm gonna get started. And then, uh, he, he got the, he got all the education. He was watching the classes and then he, then he found a potential fix and flip and he wanted help with it. So we partnered on it. We used my money, my, my, uh, uh, contractor guys, um, well, not my money, but my money contacts. And so we bought the property, did the flip. I made 60 grand on that deal that I wouldn't have had if, if I had it, help him change his life. We did a short-term rental together in Airbnb. We did uh, a wholesale together and now he's on his third uh, short-term rental that is that's on his own. So it, it's, it's just amazing. We're providing value to other people almost always, whether it's through them or, or other means comes back to you in some fashion or another. So that's, that's been a big, that's, a big thing for me. It's just, that's a big, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's definitely innovative. Definitely genius to just Use the re- that's so resourceful that it doesn't cost you any more. It doesn't take away any more time because someone is also winning in the same situation. Um, so it's just beautiful to see that you can really make it in not just in this, but in, in certain situations where you can right. actually use that same model. And there's going to be successful stories for days. Um, so I love, love, love that. But tell us a little bit about what uh, short-term rentals are. What is wholesaling? So short-term rentals is is Airbnbs, right? So, and the cool thing about how how I do, so you can buy a property and then you can, you can list it on multiple formats. So VRBO, Airbnbs, booking.com. There's plenty of other formats which you can just list it. That's, the, that's just the platform. Um, but, uh, I don't have an Airbnb business. I have a short-term rental business. If Airbnb went off the map. I would still have my business running. So, um, with short-term rentals, it's really cool. How, how we do it, uh, is, is with lease arbitrage. So we're renting a place out 
to rent out as a, as an Airbnb, as a short-term rental. And so this is really cool because the barrier to entry is very, very tiny. In eight months, we acquired 15 short-term rentals. Um, I only spent $8,000 in my own pocket and the rest we use partnerships and we raise the money. We, there's a lot of cool ways you can do it. Um, and so the barrier to entry is very, 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 very small, but you do have to make sure your, your, a lot of rules you have to follow, make sure that the city's good with it. The landlord has to be on board too. I've had people where they, they rented a place out and they didn't tell the landlord they were planning to, to, to run as a short-term rental. Like, dude, why would you, but that's what, that's what they saw on, on YouTube. So that's what they did, you know? So, and, and, or they're putting in places where it's, it's illegal at the time to, to do a short-term rental, you know, cause they, they only allow 30 plus days or, or long-term rentals. And so not, not having the knowledge is really scary, but the cool thing about what we're doing is the risk is a lot lower. The cash flow is insane. Our average is like a thousand bucks a month per unit. And the buried entry is next to nothing, relatively speaking to, to real estate. And there's so many ways to raise the money where I probably could have done it without even using the $8,000, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What you can do, um, wholesaling that that's just doing a, a, a shorter term fix and flip the best way to describe it. I love wholesaling so much. Most people start out with wholesaling. I kind of landed on wholesaling cause I did fix and flips or no, I did multifamily fix and flips and wholesaling. The great thing about real estate, there's so many different ways of making money in, in real estate that you can fit what, what, what fits your personality the best. You can, you can, you can do that, right? If you love decorating, if you love like, you know, putting the really nice, uh, kitchens in and, and, you know, it's just like, you see, like your same, same feelings. Like when you have a, a, a lawn to mow and it's long grass and you cut it and after it's all done, you look back like, yeah, you know, I, it, so that could be like, you could be great fix and flipper. Or if you love design, you love creating things, be great in short-term rentals are great with people. Short-term rentals is phenomenal. So there's many different ways of, of how to do it for me. With, with wholesaling, it's very short term. So I find someone that needs to sell their property that that's wants to sell their property. So I, I get it under contract. So only I have the right or my company has the right to purchase that property at that price at the time. And then I take that contract and then I, I sell my rights to the contract to maybe a fix and flipper or someone that wants to long-term rental. So and I do it for a fee. So I, I'm kind of like the middleman, right? So the, the seller is super happy because they sold the property at the time frame they need at a price they agreed to. And then I'm happy because I got a wholesale fee of, of 10 to 20, 30,000. And the flipper's happy because they're going to make 40, $50,000 in the flip. So it's a, it's a massive win-win. And what I really like about wholesaling is I don't care about the, I mean, I, I care about the market, but I, it does, the, if the market crashes tomorrow, I'm out of that deal. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, and I love that connections I make when I'm, when I'm dealing with face-to-face -face sellers, when I'm not working with agents, I can just like have a conversation with that seller, have that heart to heart, um, where there was a lot of hostility at first because they, they had their walls up and down to like, we're crying, we're, we're all in tears, you know? And, and so that's what I really love. And I love just having, find a deal two weeks later, get paid 15 grand. That I love that. That's pretty cool too. So, yeah. yeah. OMG. So how, how can people get a hold of you? What are, do you have um, mm. any webinars people could attend? Absolutely. You know, let us know it all. So uh, a great way to connect with me, you can go to my link tree or even my website. So askjarednow.com. Um, you can book a, 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 like a nine minute conversation with me. We can kind of talk about and, and or if you just want to message me, you can go to uh, linktree.com forward slash askjared. And you can just message me on, on, uh, any social media and we can kind of have the conversation to, cause we have, there's workshops, um, almost, almost weekly, to be honest, we have stuff going on, whether it's online, whether it's in person, if you're here in Utah, we have communities all across the nation I could plug you into. So you could, if you're just curious to see if there's something that might be right for you, we can have that conversation, see if it makes sense for you. Cause it may not be, you know, real estate could be a great way to, to, just have an extra side hustle or replace your current income, or maybe it's not good for you. And that's, that's what the, it's important to have the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe, you know, someone that's interested, you just kind of want to know the ins and outs and then exactly with a friend. Um, it, it's always great. to just continue that conversation because someone may be blessed with that opportunity, right? Someone may be like all in like, Hey, you know what I have? 
uh, the resources or I'm going to get started no matter what, you know, you're always going to find someone with a different mindset. But again, go into it openly and um, share the information. Your handles will be attached to our show notes so people will be able to get to contact you. And so what are some other things that you kind of want to like, what do you come across when you talk to new potential people that get in and what's really what they are attaching to like what brings them in um well a lot of a lot of times is 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 there's being creative with with buying the properties and finding those off-market properties so i think that's what really attracts people because when you're looking at the current the current market so even people that are interested they want to get a rental they know real estate's a great way to grow and to store wealth but they're looking at the interest rates of like seven, you know, seven plus percent. And with the, the inflation we've had and, and with increasing in, in houses, it's kind of hard to have a, a, a property that actually cash flows in, in, in depending on where your market is. And so learning how to buy these properties creatively is 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 huge. Because even if you did it, like if I just use my, my credit, I can get 10, 10 loans under my name. I get 10 under my wife and then we're done. You can't get any more it's really hard to get past that barrier. But if I'm buying these properties uh, for very low and we're using like their mortgage or we're doing creative financing, there's so many different lease options. There's so many different ways of, of purchasing the property without having to use your own credit. And if I'm not using my own money, my, my ability to scale, and as long as I put the systems to manage them correctly, right, is, is infinite. You know, if I have property management companies and I can just put, keep throwing deals into the system, where I can grow. So I think that's kind of really, so even people that are involved in real estate or, or like they, maybe they have one or two rentals and they're like, okay, I want to scale this. I want to do more than just this little bit. And the same with people that are, that are like, okay, I don't have great credit, uh, but I want to get into to real estate or I don't want to use my credit or I don't want to use the money I have saved up. Great. This is some ways to do it. So those type of things are what really kind of makes people's eyes pop when they hear about it. Um, and that's, that's been really fun to talk to them about that stuff. Yeah, so that it basically boils down to you have the tools all together. You're not in it alone. It's not right. like they're throwing you to the wolves. It's not something that it's that you're left. In. And that's what I love about this type of concept and model is because it's a, it's a team effort. Like you'll get the knowledge, you'll get the stuff, you'll go on your own, but there's always someone that you can always fall back on and say, hey, 100%. I just ran into this uh, particular scenario. Because when you get started, everything's new, everything's foreign, and you're not going to know how to do it until you actually put yourself in that position and start having those conversations. So is that something that you offer um, yeah. across the board with everyone you come in contact with, whether interested or actually within the deals? I'm sure you said, yeah, but I am sure that you are. So that is what I wanted to kind of just bring home is that you're not alone in this process. Um, which is super cool. So what else do you want to leave our audience with um, about uh, this type of industry? Um, and what are some statistics now um, as far as the growth in this model? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, to to touch home of kind of what you were saying earlier, like I love I love helping people out even like, so I plug them in the same system and they're they're learning, they're getting educated, they're they're getting connected to the network, they're meeting other investors in the area. And like, but if they, I've had so many people come to me like, okay, Jared, I found this deal. Can we make sure my numbers are right? Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's look at it. And then we'll go through and, and I'll give them suggestions. In fact, today, later, later on today, I'm talking to a seller that, that, that one of the students found and we're going to have that come. I'm going to have the conversation with him and he's going to be there just, just listening and watching, watching and learning kind of a thing. So he had the education. Then he has like firsthand, uh, practically handholding. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, the, the best thing about right now, getting involved in real estate right now is this is, this is a great time to do it despite what all oh, the interest rates are so high and, and, you know, the markets slow down. That's phenomenal. That, that is, that is a great time. More millionaires are created in, in a downturn market than any other time. So getting the knowledge now and, and addition to that, like because of the situation, a lot of people are in the foreclosures have dramatically increased. There are, there are people that needing to sell their properties that are needing to get out of the tough situations. Maybe they had the parent that passed away, but they had a house that's sitting there 
for three or four years, but now they're in a situation where it's like, crap, I need to sell this property. It's in disarray. It's been sitting there for three or four years. I need to get this thing gone. Um, and no agent will touch it because it's not going to pass FHA financing or, or conventional financing. And so being, being savvy now, it's only going to help you to help those people get, get out of those tough situations, give them value, and then you're going to make a ton of money in the process. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice, 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 nice. And what is the mindset that you have to have going into this? I, <laughs> you have to lean it, embrace the suck. That's the best way to go. So like I said before, there, there's, there's a season of learning and that's okay. Like the first time I made a phone call, the first time that I reach, reached out to an agent or, or whatever it was, I was terrible. I was terrible. And, and I think once I realized that I'm going to be terrible at it at first, it, it got, got me better. Cause the next one wasn't so bad and the next one was even better, better, better. So I, I think it's, uh, I, it, it, it's work, right? I don't want anyone to think like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, learn about real estate and it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, all, all, uh, d uh d ho hos and ding dongs, you know, it's nothing like that. It's, it's going to be, it's going to put some work into it. Right. Even if it's like me and we have like 30 minutes a day, you can still do it even with that, but you're going to be working those 30 minutes a day. Right. Um, embrace the suck. Know that you're not going to be perfect right away. Cause I think that's what people get into what's called analysis paralysis. They're just analyzing deals and they're not making a single phone call. They're not actually putting in any offers. And so it's just know that you're not going to be perfect. Good enough is good enough. And you will get better as long as you don't give up. The only failure is if you actually quit. Because if I had, I've had many people, you know, uh, yell at me and it was very, you know, and negative and I was just terrible. So I felt bad because I wasn't, you know, wasn't very fluid in how I, how I was talking to people. And so, but I got better along the way. So I just knew as long as I didn't give up, I'd be fine. I'll, 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 I'll nail it. So yeah, that's embrace the suck and don't give up. I love it. Embrace the suck and don't give up. That is huge. Right. Um, so just final two questions. Do you have to have a license to do wholesaling? Great question. Oh, and if you are a licensed realtor, can you do wholesaling? So you don't have to have a license to wholesale. Uh, I did have my real estate uh, license uh, for, for a couple of years, and that was mostly just to list my own properties. Um, and so you don't have to license to wholesale. And can and just say to can, a, can an agent wholesale? Was it last question again? Sorry. Correct. Like if you have your license yeah. and it's active, can you wholesale? You can wholesale. You have to double check with the state laws and everything like that. So you got to make sure it's right, but you can wholesale. Um, so I was wholesaling a lot when I was an agent too. So I would have to use, there's, there's more things I have to disclose everything um, that every single uh, seller and buyer knew how much I was making. Cause I had to disclose everything when I was making phone calls, I had to disclose I was an agent, every phone call. So that was kind of annoying, you know, like I'm calling this property. I'm an agent. I'm here. To, I don't want to list it. I don't want to buy. I'm looking to buy it. So, uh, there's pros and cons to, to having it, but I feel that you, you definitely can wholesale and, and do real estate with or without a license in, as, as, a, as a realtor, as an agent. We're here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you said there's pros and cons to there's, everything. <laughs> absolutely. There's pros and cons. And so you can, for to have your license as, as an agent, for, so there's pros and cons to wholesaling and doing real estate as an agent. And then there's pros and cons of not, have, not being an agent too. So we don't have to have the license. It, it's, awesome. and what's really cool. Like when I did get my license, it was just like, I, I didn't even pay attention to the classes. I just let it run on my computer. And I, and I, I did a couple, like, not cause I'm smart. Cause I've been doing it for a couple of years. And so it was like, I already, I just got to learn some terminology that the agents like to use. And that's, <laughs> I, I passed the test. It's, it's kind of, and I hear people like, oh man, it took me four months, six months to get my license. Okay. I, I did it in two weeks, but okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, it took me uh, quite a bit and I got my license back in 2015 and literally nice. I had, well, for a licensing, uh, you have to actually test out before you could be proctored. So mm. I had to go to be like a mini proctored first yeah. um, to test out. And I went the first time, failed both. Went the second time, passed one, failed one, because it's like the, um, it's what like the federal and the fundamentals and stuff like mm -hmm. that, like state and fundamentals. Um, and then the last time I went, I passed the other one. Nice. Same exact thing happened when I actually went for like the licensing, but I never gave up. I, I do. There you go. 
love the idea. Just never had the time because I was just like you working 70 to 80 hours a week, didn't have time to market myself. So right. kind of had to put that license in my back pocket um, as a referral agent. I like the passive income in that. I feel like I'm a connector. Um, so, but with everything that I'm doing now, it's like, okay, you know, do I want to use it again? But thank you so much for all of your information, your knowledge, your time. Uh, it has been awesome chatting with you and getting to know a little bit more about this. But if you want to connect with Jared, we'll have the handle. Definitely look at the comments below and you'll get that. And um, Jared, any final words just about anybody taking a chance on them if they have any idea of moving forward in anything? Like what are just some totally. words? No, absolutely. For anyone moving forward, um, a lot of times you think not now. Not now is a good time. You know, I got my kids, I got this, this, and this it's, there's never going to be a good time to start. I was going, I was working 60, 70 hours a week. I was actually going full time and, and I was going to school online. So I was full time. So I literally had like 15, 30 minutes a day and still had a family, you know? So I, I definitely, I did not start in an ideal time. There's, there's never going to be ideal time. And if you're in that mindset, I want you to think in the future, if or, or about here now, if you would have started whatever you're thinking about starting, whether it's, you know, event, you know, your side hustle over here or real estate or whatever, if you would have bought 10 houses 15 years ago and just kept them as rentals, how different would your life be now? How different would it be? So if you would have bought it when the, when 10 years, you know, 10, 15 years ago, when the mark was kind of on the dip and you bought those properties now or then, and you would have probably would have had, you know, if you're just keeping the cash flow into, into the properties, you, we would have definitely would have had one or two paid off. Right. And then you would have all that passive income coming in. And in addition to all the appreciation, I mean, your life would be dramatically different. You'd be living a life by design instead of life by choice. And, and when you're at the point when you have that FU money, it, it changes everything. So I think now, if you bought 10 homes now, how different is your life going to be in 10, 15 years from now? Um, and are you either going to be happy that you did that? Or wishing, I wish I would have listened to that bald guy. I wish I would have just like, you know, he didn't have any hair, but he had some good points. I should have listened to him. And so you either have the, the you know, the pain of discipline or and pain, or pain of regret. So it's like, am I going to do this now? I'm going to learn how to do it. Regardless, I have the funds to buy 10 properties. There's ways to do it without using your funds, right? So, yeah, that's, that was a long answer to a short question, but I'm, I'm, good at, I'm good at doing that. So it's okay. <laughs> No, you are totally fine. But that is just, that just makes sense. It just yeah. makes sense, Jared. So thank you so much for your time, for pouring into our community. Thank you for joining our Bomb Global family. And we'll be highlighting you really soon because we're about to hit Love it. 150 episodes. And what we do oh. is we do actually a week-long celebration of each 50 uh, guests. So we'll bring you back on, re-highlight you, it. and introduce you again. So I am thankful for you, thankful to be in community uh, with you. Thank you to all our listeners for listening to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset podcast. Have a great day. And as I always say, make it count.